sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove. Father, if it had not been for you, Jesus, where would I be today? Oh, God, I give thanks to you again this morning. Oh, God, I thank you for your word we've already heard this morning. Oh, God, you've enlightened us. You've opened our understanding again. God, you brought joy and life and peace upon us again this morning. And I am thankful, Lord God, that I have another opportunity to say thank you. Thank you for your word, O oh God. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for your directions and guidance. Uh, how you design and direct us, O oh God, through your word. And I give thanks, Lord, for everything that you do for us. I thank you for your wholeness, your healing, O oh God, your strength. You are the almighty God. You are the bread of life. You are the comforter. You are the door. You are the everlasting life. You are the faithful one. You are the holy one. You are the indwelling spirit. You are the just king. You are the king of kings. You are the Lord of lords. Uh, you are the master. You are the name that's above every name. You are the omnipresent spirit. You are the prince of all peace. You are my quickening spirit, O oh God. You are my rose of Sharon, O oh God. You are my savior. You are my truth, my unleavened bread. You are my victor, O God. You are my word. You are my yoke, my zeal, and my expectation. In you I live, I move, and I have my being today, O God. I give thanks uh, that you look beyond our faults and you reach down like no other one could ever reach. Uh, And you are the healer. You was wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities. Uh, Our peace is upon you, God, today. We look to you, God, who is the author and the finisher of all things. Uh, We hope and we trust you, O God. Uh, We lean not to our own understanding, O God. Uh, I know, God, if you speak the words, your servants can be whole. They can be healed. Touch each and every minister that is sick today. Touch every family one. Touch every loved one today, God. Uh, Help them through, O oh Lord. I pray for our nation, O oh God. I pray for our president. Uh, I pray for his cabinet. I pray for our congressmen, our senators, uh, our mayors, our judges, our police officers, our first responders, O oh God, our teachers, our doctors, uh, each and every one, O oh God, today. O oh God, I pray that everyone would realize that they have breath to give you praise. Uh, to give you glory, to give you honor, O God. We've come to say thank you over afresh and anew. Without you, God, I am nothing, but in you I move, I live, and I have my beings. And so while I have any breath in this flesh, God, I will lift my voice and thank you continually for your blessings, O God, for continuously waking us, O God. I am thankful, Lord God, that you're with me every step of the way. I am thankful, Lord God, that I have another opportunity. I pray for those down the coastline today that are without power, O oh God, uh, without water, without homes, O oh God. Uh, I'm asking you, Lord God, to let the compassion heart uh, reign mightily today, O oh God. I'm asking you uh, that we would have a compassionate heart uh, to reach out to those that are suffering. Uh, God, we know to be a true cross-bearer uh, requires 
tears, oh God, compassion in our hearts. Uh, you were constantly moved with compassion. Uh, and I pray that we as a nation and as a people and as a church uh, will have compassion on those down the coastline, uh, down in Louisiana and California and Washington State and Oregon, uh, all those that have been devastated by the fires, oh God, and the floods uh, and the hurricanes and the earthquakes. Uh, all over, God, let us be moved with compassion for those that are without today, O oh God. Let some rise up, O oh God, and see the need for help today. O oh God, I pray that your will be done. Let your perfect will be gone. Hallelujah, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Psalms 107 says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy, and gathered them out of the lands from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in, hungry and thirsty, their souls faint in them. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses, and he led them forth by the right way, that they might go to a city of habitation. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for the wonderful works to the children of men. Oh, that men would just praise him for his goodness and for the wonderful works unto the children of men. Oh, God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God. I'm thankful, Lord, again today, Lord, that I do have a roof over my head, that I do have clothes upon my back. God, let us be moved. Let us be moved with compassion. Help us, oh God, again this morning. God, we need you. We need you, Jesus. Without you, God, we are nothing. Oh, God, without you, I can do absolutely nothing. Oh, God, you've told me that, and I realize that, and I know your ways are not my ways. But while I have any being, your word tells me to in everything to give thanks, for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus concerning me. And I thank you. Jesus, no matter what comes down the pipeline, no matter what happens, oh God, I'm going to thank you. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to magnify you while I have a chance, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to praise the Lord while I have a chance. Oh, I'm going to praise the Lord while I have a chance. I'm going to praise Him in the morning. I'm going to praise Him all day long. I'm going to praise the Lord while I have a chance. Do you feel that way? Oh, I'm going to praise the Lord while I have a chance. Oh, 
I'm going to praise the Lord while I have a chance. Oh, praise Him in the morning. I'm going to praise Him all day long. I'm going to praise the Lord while I have a chance. Oh, I'm going to praise the Lord while I have a chance. Oh, I'm going to praise the Lord while I have a chance. I'm going to praise Him in the morning. I'm going to praise Him all day long. I'm going to praise the Lord while I have a chance. Well, if you don't want to praise Him, don't hinder me. Oh, if you don't want to praise Him, don't hinder me. I'm going to praise Him in the morning, praise Him all day long. I'm going to praise the Lord while I have a chance. Oh, I'm going to praise the Lord while I have a chance. Oh, I'm going to praise the Lord while I have a chance. I'm going to praise Him in the morning. I'm going to praise Him all day long. Oh, I'm going to praise the Lord while I have a chance. Oh, if you don't want to praise Him, don't hinder me. Oh, if you don't want to praise Him, don't hinder me. I'm going to praise Him in the morning. I'm going to praise Him all day long. I'm going to praise the Lord while I have a chance. Hallelujah. God, I give you thanks, oh God. I glorify your name, Jesus. You are worthy, O oh God. You are worthy to be exalted, O oh God. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Lord God. I praise you, Jesus. You are my God. You are my Lord, and while I have any being, oh God, I'm going to praise you, oh God. I'll praise you in the morning. I'll praise you all day long. I'm going to praise you while I've got a chance, oh God. Tomorrow's not promised, oh God. I'm not waiting till tomorrow. I'm not waiting for the few minutes down the road here to see what the next song is going to become. God, I'm going to praise you right now while I've got a chance, oh God. While the blood is still warm and warm in my veins, uh, I'm going to give thanks. Uh, I'm going to give praise. Uh, I'm going to exalt the Lord my God, uh, for He is worthy of my praise. Uh, hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, trials dark on every hand, and we cannot understand all the way that God will lead us to that blessed promised land. But He'll guide us with His eye and we'll follow till we die. We will understand it 
better by and by, my Lord. Singing by and by, well, when the morning comes, when all the saints of God are gathering home, we will tell the story how we overcome and we'll understand it better by and by, my Lord. We are often destitute of the things that life demands, wants of shelter and of food, thirsty hills and barren lands. But we're trusting in the Lord, and according to His Word, we will understand it better by and by, my Lord, singing by and by, oh, when the morning comes, when all the saints of God are gathering home, we will tell the story how we overcome, and we'll understand it better by and by. My Lord, temptation, hidden snares often take us unawares, and our hearts are made to bleed for each thoughtless word or deed. And we wonder why the test, when we try to do our best, we will understand it better by and by, my Lord. Singing by and by, well, when the morning comes, when all the saints of God are gathering home, we will tell the story how we overcome and we'll understand it better by and by, my Lord. By and by, yes, when the morning come, when all the saints of God are gathering home, we will tell the story how we overcome and we'll understand it better by and by, my Lord. Singing by and by, well, when the morning come, when all the saints of God are gathering home, we will tell the story of how we overcome and we'll understand it better by and by. Hallelujah. We'll understand it better by and by. One day we'll understand it when we stand before his throne and hear those words, well done, thy good and faithful servant. We'll understand it better. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the blood this morning. Praise God. You may be seated this morning. We want our missions director to come. Amen. North American mission. 
director to come and talk to us about NAM today. Hallelujah. You know, Christmas is 74 days away. <laughs> 75 if you count Christmas. That's right. But the Christmas for Christ offering is 12 days less than that. So Christmas is going to come early for somebody. Amen. And so we're going to talk about Christmas for Christ today, and we know what that is. And it's it's a, it's an effort that that was really started a long time ago right here in the state of Wisconsin. And so it's an effort. It was it was started out by one man as an effort to help another pastor in another city who was struggling, who was a bivocational pastor, and it just kind of took off from there. So I'm going to let you watch this video and let it speak for itself. And uh, those that are online, if you don't get to see this, go to YouTube and go to Christmas for Christ, the beginning. In the mid-60s, I was a struggling young pastor in Wausau, Wisconsin, when a good man reached out to me with great kindness. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! There's a bell that's ringing, ringing, ringing. There's a bell that's ringing. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Can we please go back and get their dolls? Last year, every year, the expectation gets higher. Turkey, we're going to have all kinds of holidays almost. We've got loads of presents under our tree. We make it an all-day affair, I say. Biscuits and gravy, Mr. Yon. Very good. Thank you, Timmy. Oh, sir, this is way too much. No, no, it's not. You come to church on Sunday? Well, I don't know about the time. Sure you are. Yes, well, the linoleum is low maintenance and very popular. But, folks, let's talk about this shag here. Look at the sheer height. This is fantastic. It's the latest thing. It just came in. Think of the comfort. And look at that texture. Sorry, we're actually in a hurry. We have to get a gift from my mother. Oh, well, certainly. But, folks, this will blow your minds. You don't want to... Oh, come on. I just got home. Go figure it out yourself. Yeah. Hey, Daddy. What do we have here? It's my science project. It's the moon. That's what I would have guessed. The president said that we could go there. Do you think we could do it? Well, of course we can. Hey, Daddy, smile. <laughs> hey, what are you doing with my camera? Oh, come on, it smells God. really good. Come on, come on Jack. <laughs> hey, honey. Hey. Did you pick up the gift from Valerie? 
What gift? The doll. Doll? There was a special sale today only. I told you about it before you left this morning. The doll with the pink dress and the window down main. I don't remember anything out of the doll. All right. Kids, table, now. I have to go pick up some decorations for the Christmas program tomorrow. Which is going to be great this year. Can we talk about a budget? Let's pray. Lord, let there be peace on earth. In Jesus' name, amen. You can pray for the food. Bless her roast. Something's wrong. Is it not done? I'm so sorry. I thought no, I cooked it long enough. No, something's wrong with Christmas. Like what? Everybody's so busy, so caught up in their own plans. Nobody stops to acknowledge who it's all about. Jeff Yon, get to the table. No, sir. We're going to sit at the table tonight. We've worked so hard to put all the decorations up. We shop from one store to another for bargains. We wrap them up. We spend hours and hours and all the money we have, and some we don't. And as soon as Christmas is over, we tear the wrapping up. We throw it away. We burn the Christmas tree. We get the vacuum out and we clean the rug. And that's it. You're just so glad when it's all over. Where's Jesus? Sure, we make programs about him. We sing songs about him. But we don't really keep him first. It's not right. I shouldn't feel this way about Christmas. I shouldn't feel frustrated by it. We're missing something. We need to help somebody out. How are you? Oh, God is good. No, sir. Bivocational still. Yes. Flooring. Oh, really? Well, we'd be delighted. Yes, of course. Let me just check the calendar. You know, turns out we were free that very weekend. All right, we'll be in touch. God bless. Jack Yance just invited us to speak at his church. We were invited to the Yance's church in Madison. I spoke, and there was an outstanding move of God. And we were blessed with a generous offering. Thanks for bringing us down. Our pleasure. Car doing good? Oh, it gets us from here to there. Tires are looking a little rough. All right. 
You're good to go. This top of the line should last 10 years, proper inspection. Why are you doing all this for me? Because it's Christmas. But what about your family? Oh, they pitched in too. My wife and I, we're, we're not doing gifts for each other. I don't know what to say. Let's talk about more important things. You hungry? I couldn't believe it. That wonderful offering and brand new tires. So your church does this with you? Oh, sure. They got the vision. Give your best gift to Christ at Christmas. Local pastors, they're doing it too. Is that so? I think it could catch on. Maybe even go national. Christmas for Christ started in Wausau, Wisconsin, actually in Madison. Not everybody knew that. I didn't. But whether it started in Wausau or or Madison or Louisville, Kentucky, really doesn't matter, does it? All it took was somebody with a vision, somebody with a burden, like we saw in that video, that said, i got to do something. And to him... It wasn't just another offering. And we can't look at this as just another offering. And we've got men and families that are out there. And I can just use Wisconsin as an example. And we're going to have another slide here in a minute. Um, And let me step back here Um, really quickly. In order to, to give, we have several... Several opportunities for you to give. You can use Givelify. You can use email. You can use the mail. Uh, there's And then there's, uh, on the next slide, there's the church's email address if you want to send to that. For those that are online, uh, I'm sure that will be made available to you somehow. We do have the envelopes in the back that we've done every year, the 1 to 100. So if you'd like an envelope, please see Brother Richard in the back. And then there's also some slips of paper back there. If you would fill one of those out, if you know what you're, Pledge is going to be in order to help Sister Parker with the books and everything and keeping track of, of how much we're giving. We want to make sure that, that we help her out with that. So if you could fill one of those out as well. But, but like I was saying, there, there are men, we have 22 churches and you'll see the, the names of those cities here in a minute, but we have 22 basically daughter works going on in this state right now. And those, that could be anything from a, a preaching point to an actual church. That could be anything from a small group to just one Bible study that's going on. And so we we have many things that are going on. In many cases, these men that are doing this, these families, really, it's just it's not just the men. It's it's like Brother Yant said. Everybody in his family got involved, the kids, and they didn't have Christmas for each other. And and so these families are, in many cases, are doing multiple works at the same time while being bivocational. And so. 
So th- this is all going on while we're sitting here in our church every Sunday, and, and they're running from this city to that city every Sunday. It's just by the time they get done and get home, it's just they just want to sit in a chair and just and just slump down because it's physically it's wearing them out. But their burden and their their goal is the kingdom, and they feel drawn to those other cities, and they, there's nobody else, and so they feel led that God is leading them to do it, and, and, and in time, God will send somebody else. But in the meantime, there, there are these families, and I don't know what their financial status is, and, and maybe Jack Yance didn't know what Jack uh, Lehman's status was, but he just felt impressed in the Holy Ghost in that, in that movie, in that video, to do something. To help this young man, not knowing that he was struggling as a bivocational pastor. And so somebody out there today is struggling financially. They're struggling, but they're doing it for the kingdom. And, and God's allowing them to go through that struggle. But if you notice in the movie, Jack Yance, his, the, whole, the whole premise behind all of this was he stepped out of his comfort zone and did something for somebody else. So we've got to do that. And I don't know about you, I was moved by that. Uh, I looked at several of the ones that they had available, and not only the fact that it all started in Walsall, Wisconsin, but and not only the fact that they had the antique cars on there, but but, <clears throat> but it just the the premise of that just really moved me, and I really felt led that that needed to be seen by this congregation and and those online, like I said, if you want to see that, you're you're welcome to do that on YouTube, and it's it's very well worth the watch. But we have 22 church, 22 cities where we have currently have daughter works if you could play that next video while i'm talking and so i encourage you today not to just think about a number so that you can uh appease your conscience and and just say hey i gave okay it's not just another offering this money is going to go to somebody in wisconsin in one of these cities that's doing a work for god i'm just going to shut up and let this play you feel led to pray for one of these cities? Put that on your prayer list. Jesus Christ, His Son, And I put that part at the end. More to come. Because Jesus is not done yet. Their cities are all around us, West Salem, Sparta, uh, you name it, that don't have a church, that don't have a preaching point, that don't have somebody teaching somebody a Bible study in their home. God wants to reach every city. His promises to whomsoever will. And there's hungry people out there. So I don't know who named it, but it was, ended up being named Christmas for Christ. And so as you're as we go into this Christmas season, think about those families that might be giving up a lot for the sake of the kingdom, for a soul, to see somebody filled with the Holy Ghost. To see they're giving of themselves like Jack Yance did to see another family that's struggling go to the next level. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much, Brother DeMuth. Amen. Amen.
it is important that we be a part of the family of God. Amen. And continue to support our missionaries and our pastors and leaders and those that are trying to spread this gospel to the whole world. We never know. We never know. You know, we never know who's going to be reached. You never know, you know, what church. You got loved ones that are out there that are not saved. And you never know, <laughs> you know, that church over in Wauwatosa or, or Crevice or somewhere up in the in the north woods way up there, you know, you never know. Somebody could come, be your relatives, not even in church, and go up on a vacation or driving through and just decide this. God leads them and turn them in. And the next thing you know, man, you get word, you know, your child is saved or your cousin or whatever. You never, you never, <laughs> you never know. I'm telling you the difference. So many people. That's right. Is so many people. You cannot beat God's given no matter how hard you try. But just as sure as you're given, the Lord is a giver on high. The more you give, the more he'll give to you. So he's just looking for vessels to, you know, get his finances where he wants them to be. Amen. So let me encourage you. Amen. I know you guys do, but let me encourage you to continue to be a strong supporter of our North American missions. Amen. And Brother Yance, I, I remember the first time I heard him tell that story. Hi, him and, of course, I know, you know, him and Brother Jack Lehman both, you know, and I'm telling you to hear the story. I've heard it over and over and over, and it never gets old. Now, of course, Brother Yance is dead now, but Brother Lehman is still alive. And every time I'm around Brother Lehman, I see him at conference, he tells me the story. And it's like refreshing all over again. It's like refreshing all over again, you know, to to be able, you know, to hear how it got started. Amen. Who would have thought? You know, because at Christmas time, you're usually, you know, you're thinking about one another. What kind of gift am I going to get my wife or what kind of gift am I going to get my children or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, he says something is missing. Something is missing with Christmas. And that's what is happening even in our world today. The thing problem, you know, with Christmas is Christ is there. Amen. And so to help someone to be able to bring Christ into someone else's home is what it's all about. Amen. So let's remember that. Thank you so much. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus, I love you. God, I truly appreciate you, Lord Jesus. God, you are so great and you're greatly to be praised, oh God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, again today, God, that I have another opportunity, O oh God, Lord Jesus, to be a part of your kingdom, O oh Lord. There's never enough words of God of thanks. I'm so thankful, Lord, for the vision of Brother Yance, O oh God. I am so thankful, Lord God, that he saw a need through you, Lord, and through your spirit and through your power and through your directions and through your guidance, O oh God, to, to start this wonderful program, O oh God, that you have brought about, Lord God, through his vision, O oh God. And 
is hearing your voice, oh God. I am thankful, Jesus. Uh, thank you, Lord, again, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, for so much, so much kindness and love that you show to us, oh Lord. I praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. The mountains too high and the valleys too wide. Down on my knees, that's where I learn to stand. And I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Lord, I can't even walk. Without you holding my hand, you see the mountain is too high and the valley's too wide. Down on my knees, that's where I learn to stand. And I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my hand. You see the mountain is too high. And the valley's too wide. Down on my knees, that's where I learn to stand. And I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm thankful, Lord. I need you to hold me, Lord. Hold my hand, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Well, I am thinking of a rapture in our blessed home on high when the redeemed are gathering in. How he raised the heavenly anthem in that city and the sky when the redeemed are gathering in. Oh, when the redeemed are gathering in, they're washed like snow and free from all sin. I will shout and I will sing 
when the redeemed are gathering in. There will be a great procession over on the streets of gold when the redeemed are gathering in. Oh, what music, oh, what singing, oh, that city will be rolled when the redeemed are gathering in. Well, when the redeemed are gathering in, we'll wash like snow and free from all sin. Well, how we'll shout and we'll sing when the redeemed are gathering in. Saints will sing redemption story with their voices clear and strong when the redeemed are gathering in. Then the angels all will listen for they cannot join that song when the redeemed are gathering in. Oh, when the redeemed are gathering in, we'll wash like snow and free from all sin. Well, I will shout and I will sing. When the redeemed are gathering in, then the Savior will give order to prepare the banquet board. When the redeemed are gathering in, and we'll hear his invitation, come ye blessed of the Lord. When the redeemed are gathering in, well, when the redeemed, oh, when the redeemed are gathering in, we'll wash like snow and free from all sin. Oh, I will shout and I will sing when the redeemed are gathering in. Well, when the redeemed are gathering in, we'll wash like snow and free from all sin. Well, how we'll shout and how we'll sing when the redeemed are gathering in. Oh, God, I praise you, Jesus. Oh, God, I'm thinking about the rapture. Oh, God, I can't wait to hear the invitation. Say, come ye blessed of the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God, I praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God, I thank you, Lord. I worship you, Jesus. You are worthy, Almighty God. I thank you, Jesus. I look for your appearing, O God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. I praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I praise you, Jesus. I praise you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Well, tis so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take Him at His word, just to rest upon His promise, just to know Thus saith the Lord, Jesus, Jesus, how I trust you, how I prove him more and more. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace, to trust him more. Oh, how sweet to trust in Jesus, just to trust his cleansing blood, just in simple faith to plunge me neath the healing cleansing flood. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I proved him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. Yes, tis sweet to trust in Jesus, just from sin and self to cease. Just from Jesus am we taken life and rest and joy and peace. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I proved him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust Him more. I'm so glad I've learned to trust Thee, precious Jesus, Savior, friend. And I know that Thou art with me, will be with me to the end. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, how I trust Him, how I prove Him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust Him more. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust Him, 
how I prove him o'er and o'er. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more. Thank you, Jesus. God, I put my trust in you. Oh, God, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Jesus, I need thee every hour, oh, God. I praise you, Jesus. God, I truly appreciate you, and I thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, I thank you again this morning, Jesus. Could we just worship him? You are worthy, oh, God. You are worthy, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for your presence. I thank you for your spirit. I thank you for your goodness, God. Oh, you're so worthy of all praise. Yeah, God, it would have been enough if you'd have just brought life. But God, you brought laughter. You brought joy. You brought peace. You brought patience. You brought healing. You brought strength. You brought encouragement. God, everything I have need of, it was in you, oh God. And I rejoice in thy salvation. And I rejoice in your strength and in your power and in your might. When I am weak, God, you are strong, and I am thankful, Lord God, that I can put my trust in thee, O Lord. Some trust in chariots, and some trust in horses, but God, we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand right, O God, and you, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Worthy to be praised. Uh, worthy to be exalted, O God, high and lifted up, uh, and your train fills the temple, O God. Uh, Thank you, Lord. Uh, Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Thank you, Jesus, for your presence. Your word is ever established. You can heal. You can comfort the feeble mind. You can heal the broken heart. You can bind the wounds. I know there's nothing impossible for you to do. You can open doors that no man can shut. And you can shut doors that no man can open. If you can part the Red Sea and make them walk through on dry ground, there's nothing impossible for you you to do. There's nothing too hard for you. If you just speak the word, your servants can be whole, oh God. People can be delivered. They can be set free. They can be renewed and strengthened in every area of their lives, oh God. I know, God, you can do it. I've seen you do it, and you'll do it again. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever, Jesus. You are the one true and only living God, and there's none like you. You are the great I am, the way, the truth, the life, and the door. And I put my trust in you, Father. I'm so thankful that I've learned to trust you. Oh, yes, God. In the name of the glorious God on high. In the name of the one true and living God, Jesus, you are it, God, none other, Jesus. You are the only God. 
You're the only Savior there is. And I thank you, Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Lord. Enlighten, oh God. Strengthen the minds of the troubled minds, the lonely and broken hearts today. You can minister, Lord. You can heal. You can encourage and strengthen. I believe in your word and you, Lord. Mm. Yes, be exalted, O oh God. Be exalted, O oh God. Be exalted in our lives today. Be exalted, O oh God. Let us cast our cares upon you because you care it for us. Help us, O oh God, uh, to release, uh, to release those things that are plaguing our minds, to release those things uh, that are troubling us, release those things uh, into your care and into your hands uh, that is bothering us, O oh God. Uh, release it, O oh God. I know you can heal. Uh, release, O oh God, the fear of falling. Release the fear of doubt. Release the fear of trouble in our our homes and our hearts. Uh, release, oh God. Uh, let them release this day, God, the fear, the anxiety, the panic attacks. Uh, let them release, oh God, uh, the concerns uh, that is troubling them today. Uh, let them release it into your care. Your word says, casting all our cares uh, upon you because you care it uh, for us today. Uh, I am thankful, Lord. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I am thankful. I am thankful. I am thankful. In the glorious name of Jesus. In the glorious name of Jesus. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me, O God, and know my thoughts. And see if there's wickedness in me. And lead me in the way everlasting, God. You know my down-sitting. You know my uprising. You understand my thoughts are far off. You can pass my path and my lying down. Oh, God, you're acquainted with all my ways. Father, there's not a word in my tongue, but you know it all together. God, you have set me behind and you've set me before. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's high. I cannot attain unto it. Whither shall I go from your spirit, and where shall I flee from your presence? Uh, if I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths of hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, and your right hand shall uphold me. If I say the darkness will cover me, surely the night shall be light around about me. The darkness hideth not from thee, the night and the day shine alike. Oh, oh God, I'm thankful, Lord God, you have covered me in my mother's womb. Oh, God, marvelous is thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. I am thankful, Jesus. I am thankful, Lord God, that you are the air, I am the way, the truth, the life, and you are the door. Oh, God, in you I live. I thank you, Jesus, that I can praise you that I can thank you for your goodness, that I can thank you for your grace, the mercies. If it had not been for you, Jesus, where would I be? But God, your word tells me it is of your mercies that we're not consumed because your compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great 
is thy faithfulness. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Thank God for the blood. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 27. Acts chapter 27, verse 9 through verse 31. Acts chapter 27, for those online this morning, starting with verse number 9. Now when much time was spent and when selling was now dangerous, Because the fast was now already past, Paul admonished them and said unto them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only to the laden and ship, but also to our lives. Nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and the captain, the owner of the ship, more than those things which were spoken by Paul. And because the haven was not commodious to winter in, the more part advised to depart thence also, if by any means they might attain to Phoenix and there to winter, which is an haven of Crete and lie towards the southwest and northwest. And when the south wind blew softly, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, Loosened thence, they sailed close by Crete. But not long after, there arose against it a temperance wind called Eurachlodon. And when the ship was caught and could not bear up into the wind, we let her dry. And running under a certain island, excuse me, which is called Clauda, we had much work to come by the boat, which when they had taken up and they used helps and undergirding the ship, and fearing lest they should fall into the quicksands, strike sails, and so was driven. And we being exceedingly tossed with the tempest, the next day they lightened the ship. The third day we cast out with our own hands the tackling of the ship. And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, and no small tempest lay on us. All hope that we should be saved was then taken away. But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Crete to have gained this harm and loss. And now I exalt you to be of good cheer. For there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, for thou must be brought before Caesar, and lo, God have given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God 
that it shall be even as it was told me. Howbeit we must be cast upon a certain island. But when the fourteenth night was come, as we was driven up and down in Adria about midnight, the shipmen deemed that they were they drew near to some country and sounded and found it twenty phantoms. That's about a hundred and twenty feet deep. And when they had gone a little further, they sounded again and found it fifteen, which is about ninety feet deep. Then fearing, lest we should have fallen upon rocks, they cast four anchors out of the stern and wished for the day. And as the shipmen were about to flee out of the ship, when they had let down the boat into the sea under color, as though they would have cast anchors out of the foreship, Paul said to the centurions and to the soldiers, Except these abide in the ship, you cannot be saved. And I want to minister to you from that last phrase there. Except you abide in the ship, you cannot be saved. Father, again, we honor you today. We thank you, O oh God, for your word again this morning, Jesus. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove, I need you to stay with us, O oh God. I need your wisdom. I need your directions. I need your guidance, O oh God, your understanding. Impart to us the things you would have us to know from this story, God. And enlighten us that when we leave this place, we will leave changed, we will leave renewed, we will leave refreshed in the power of the Holy Ghost and the anointing of you upon us for the day and the days ahead. We thank you again this day in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. Amen. Except you abide in the ship, you cannot be saved. One of the things as Christians and non-Christians is that when we hear Scripture, we sometimes think that we may not go through things in our lives or we may not face hardships or oppositions or sickness or pain or rejections or death. But Scripture is designed to give wisdom, to give knowledge, to give instructions and understanding. It is designed to warn us and direct us and to open our understanding and to equip us for what is ahead. As I've said time and time again, the Apostle Paul tells us in Romans 15:4 that the things that are written for are written for our example, that we through patience and comfort of Scripture would have hope. We read Scripture which says there's no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord, Isaiah 54, 17. It doesn't say that it's not going to come against you. He says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. In other words, it's not going to be successful. It's not going to achieve its purpose. Uh, it doesn't mean that it's not going to come against you. It doesn't mean that it's not going to be tried to use by Satan against you or the enemies of your souls. Amen. We can also read Isaiah 59, 19. So shall thy fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against them. Isaiah 59, 19. When the enemy 
minute he comes in, the Spirit, the Holy Ghost in you will chase him away. It, it will impel him and repel him from coming against you. That's why you've given the Spirit. That's why James let you know that you believe there's one God. The devil also believeth, uh, and he trembles. Amen. He might try to come against you, but he's not going to prosper. He's not going to prevail against you because you have something in you that's greater than any enemy in the world. We can read the stories of Job. We can read the story of Joshua. We can read the story of Daniel. We can read the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And as we look at these stories, they're remarkable stories. They're stories to encourage us. They're sad stories. They're scary stories in some ways, a sense. Uh, they're provoking stories. Uh, amen. Thought-provoking uh, stories here. They're fearful stories. They're faith-building stories. They show you that you've got to have tenacity. They show you that you've got to have commitment. You've got to have resolve. You've got to have determination if you're going to get to the other side. These stories uh, is to educate us, to teach us, to show us uh, the value and the important. They're good stories. They're great stories. They're faith-building stories. They help us to get through this life. Amen. Because they're there to show us how they got through and all these great stories we read about, at the conclusion, you always find that God shows up in the picture. <laughs> Amen. No matter what they go through. You know, so we have to realize that there's going to be trials. Amen. But there's going to be tests. There's going to be sickness. There's going to be loss. There's going to be false accusations. In some case, uh, it might require prison or rejection. Uh, and there's going to be trials and things we're going to go through, but you've got to stay in the ship. you got to stay in the ship. Amen. Praise God. You know, you, you, you stop and think. I was talking to this guy yesterday in, in, in Walmart. He and I, he had on a hat, uh, make Jesus great again. So the opportunity opened to, we began to converse. And so I got to talking to him and stuff and we got into the discussion and we was talking about the gospel and everything else. And, you know, and it was just dawned on us, you know, we were standing there, we were talking, you know, we was talking about what God has delivered us from and, you know, our past lives was, you see, yeah, you know, it was amazing that our lives was kind of like almost patterning the same, alcohol, drugs, and, you know, all kinds of foolishness and craziness. And, and he looked at me and he said, you know, he says, now that we're Christians, the world think we was crazy, think we're crazy, you know, to be a Christian. And he says, think about it, you know. How crazy we really was when we was out there. Now think about that. You stop and think. Since you have become a Christian, people think you're crazy. You know, they would rather for you to be out there doing all the foolishness and crazy things. See, they think it's normal to be a transvestite, to be a homosexual, to be on drugs, to be on alcohol, you know, all this kind of stuff. They think that's normal now. Amen. They think that's the norm. Amen. And they think we're crazy. Amen. They don't realize Praise God. 
what has transpired, what has happened. Amen. I'm in my right mind now. I was in the bad. I was, I was crazy when I was out there and people would tell you I was crazy. You know, I had not a problem with cursing you out. I had not a problem with pulling a gun on you. I, you know, I had none of that. I was crazy. I was not in my right mind, but now I am in my right mind. Amen. And the apostle Paul is an example of what can happen to you and show you what happens when you become a true Christian. You look at Paul's life, amen, how much he's gone through, the things he suffered, the things he went through, amen. And we need to realize, amen, that we too are not exempt. Uh, We may look at the scripture, amen, and we may glance over it. When Jesus asked James and John, can you drink the cup that I drink from and be baptized with the baptism that I be baptized with? We need to realize when we look at that scripture, we need to realize what Jesus is saying. This could cost you your life. Amen. You will be rejected. You will be hated by all men for my name's sake. Uh, Isaiah tells us again in Isaiah 9.5 that the battle of every warrior is with confused noise and garments uh, rolled in blood. Amen. When you enlist in this army, you're going to win a purple heart. Uh, amen. Somebody is going to take a shot at you. There's going to be lives lost. Uh, Amen. We need to realize this. Uh, We need to prepare ourselves to get ready. Amen. For the coming of the Lord. But we've got to stay in the ship. uh, Except we cannot be saved. Uh, Paul told Timothy, this know also in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, incontinent, fires, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of God, pleasure more than lovers of God, having the form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away. For this sort uh, are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women, laden with sin, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Uh, he tell them in the fourth chapter of the Spirit's speaking expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies with hypocrisy, and having their conscience seared with a hard iron. Their minds are shot. <laughs> they don't have no conscience. Amen. How can you take a baby's life and not don't affect you? Think about it. How can you leave your own kid in the back seat of a car in the hot heat? But yet you can spend millions of dollars on a dog. Think about it. You won't forget your dog in the car, but you can forget your kid. How's that? Your minds are warped. Yay! Paul says, 
and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, uh, deceiving and being deceived. Uh, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, uh, and that from a child thou hast known the Holy Scripture, which is able to make thee wise uh, unto salvation through faith, uh, which is in Christ Jesus. Uh, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God uh, and is profitable of a doctrine for reproof, for corrections, uh, and instructions, uh, and righteousness, that the man of God shall be perfect, thoroughly furnished uh, unto all good works. Uh, Jude tell us, but you, beloved, uh, build up yourself uh, on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Uh, keep yourself in the love of God, looking for the mercies of our Lord Jesus Christ uh, unto eternal life. Uh, and on some have compassion, make a difference, uh, and others say with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hated even the garments uh, spotted with the flesh. Uh, and the writer of Hebrews 10.23, let us hold fast uh, the profession of our faith without wavering, uh, for he is faithful that promise, uh, and let us not consider, let us consider one another to provoke unto love uh, and to good works, uh, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the matter of some is, but exalting one another, and so much the more, as you see the day approaching. For if we sin willingly after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remain no more sacrifice for sin, but a certain fearful looking for judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversaries. He that despises Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Uh, how much sore punishment, suppose ye, shall he be thought worthy who have trodden underfoot the Son of God, and have counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified and hung the holy thing, and have done despite the Spirit of grace. Amen. You've got to stay in the boat. If not, you cannot be saved. One of the greatest mysteries about travel is... We just don't know what's going to happen. You know, we get on airplanes and we go up in the air 25 to 40,000 feet, fly all across the ocean, all around the world, and we never consider where the thing is going to fall or not. You know, we get on a ship, we take a cruise out in all that water, we never think if it's going to sink or not. You know, we get on a train, man. You ever been on a bullet train? I used to ride bullet trains in Japan, man. Them things is like, you know, never think if the thing is going to derail or not. See, we have faith and we don't even know it. <laughs> Amen. We have faith and we don't even know it. Amen. Praise God. But we've got to realize here. Amen. Luke. And is writing is the author of the book of Acts, and Luke gives us an account. He said they was on their way to Rome, and it looked like everything was just going to go okay. You know, you ever been on a trip, and it seemed like you take off, you got the car loaded, you got everything right, it looked like everything was going to be okay, and then all of a sudden you have trouble. 
But this is what Luke is saying here as he writes this story. He says it looked like, you see, they, Paul wanted them to stay where they were, but they didn't, but the, because the, the harbor was not commodious to, to be able to harbor the ship, they thought, well, we'll just go up the coast just a little bit further. Phoenix is only a few miles up the road and we'll stay close to the coastline. And as a result, we'll be okay. We can get there before they, it gets too worse. But Luke, says all of a sudden uh, as they started and they got a cool breeze uh, that began to blow and all of a sudden here comes a typhoon is what it was uh, a, a, a northeast wind which is called Eurycladon and what it did was is it grabbed the ship and it thrust it out the sea they couldn't turn it around they didn't have the strength they didn't have the power to turn the ship around and put the face of the ship and to the wind and, and so as a result Result of that, amen. They just had to let it drip out the sea, and as a result, they are out there. Then all of a sudden, when neither sun nor moon nor stars appeared, Luke says, "Oh, hope that we should be saved." Come morning was taken away. He, he relates this to. 14 days of intense fear, 14 days of intense stress, 14 days of weeping and crying and yelling and screaming that you could hear, 14 days of wishing they had listened to the Apostle Paul, 14 days of being in misery and agony and in pain, amen. Even the captain of the ship was now perplexed and in despair, his crew was in despair and perplexed. Perplexed, the passengers was in despair and perplexed. Out of everybody on the ship, all 275 people, 276, the Bible says, is is going around. They don't know what to do. They don't know if they're going to be saved come morning. Amen. But all of a sudden, one man seems to be in his right mind, and that's the Apostle Paul. And he stands up and says, Sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God. For there is an angel of the Lord stood by me tonight, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, you're going to be brought before Caesar. And all them that are saved, selling with you. No life will be lost. And he says, so sirs, be of good cheer. Amen. You see, when it's dark and when you can't seem to see your way, when you can't see the results and the outcome, amen, all hope is easy to be taken away. When all hope is taken away, you don't see any help. You don't see any healing. You don't see any honesty. Amen. There's no other options. Amen. Your your good outlook is all of a sudden taken away. Everything becomes obscured and dark and you really can't see. You have no power or do anything about your situation and your circumstance. You don't have pleasure in the trip anymore. And as a result, your peace is soon taken away. You don't have any edification. You don't have any endurance to keep going. You lose your enthusiasm. You lose your esprit de corps. In other words, you 
don't want to sing anymore. You don't want to rejoice anymore. You don't want to jump and praise God anymore because you're in a despair. You're in distress. You're perplexed. You don't know what's going on. All hope seems to be lost. But what you ought to do is you need to stand flat on your feet and you need to throw your head in the air and you need to say my foot's on the rock and my mind is make up. You see when there's no hope left there seems to be no chance of anything going right for you or any help. Sometimes get on your shoulder and said, This is it. This is over. Amen. You might as well cast in the tower. Amen. But you need to realize you need to stay in the boat. If not, you cannot be saved. Be of good cheer. But all in all this chaos and all this anarchy and all this confusion and turmoil and madness and disarray, Paul still forces, Sirs, be of good cheer. Let's eat. I believe God, Paul says. Praise God. I want to tell you today, be of good cheer. If God says nothing is going to happen to you, you need to get it right. You need to understand there's nothing going to happen to you. You need to understand, as the writer says, there's no weapon form against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn because you have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, your habitation. There shall no evil befall you, and neither shall the plagues come nigh your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest you shall dash your feet against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the adder, upon the young lion and the dragon. You shall triple under feet, because he has set his love Upon me, therefore, will I deliver him, and I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him. With long life will I satisfy him, and make known to him my salvation. Be of good cheer. Shout. Praise. Be optimistic. Amen. You are child of God. Amen. Just stay in the boat. It might seem like it's turned upside down. It might seem that all hope is lost. But I come to tell you today, whatsoever Jesus say to you to do, do it. And except you abide in the ship, you cannot be saved. As Jehoshaphat says, believe in the Lord thy God and you shall be established. Believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. But you must stay in the boat. If not, you cannot be saved. No matter how much the world seems in chaos, no matter how much the church might seem is in chaos, no matter how much it seems to come against us, we must stay in the boat. No matter how bad the sails are ripped, no matter how bad the mass is broken off, We've got to stay in the ship. If not, we cannot be saved. As Dottie Rambo wrote, it is the old ship of Zion. It is the hope for the lost and dying. It is a soul-saving station. It is the tower of salvation. It is the church triumphant. 
church, O oh Lord, and is built by the hand of the Lord. I'm talking about the church in the book of Revelation. It's built on the rock. It's got a firm foundation. It's been through the fire. It's been through the flood. But one of these days, the church is going to move up a little higher. It's the church triumphant and is built by the hand of the Lord. It's been through the storm, but the wind couldn't turn it. It's been through the fire, but the fire couldn't burn it. Fed to the lions, but the lions couldn't eat it. Fought a lot of wars, but never defeated. It's the church triumphant and is built by the hand of the Lord. And we'll build upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. And all the building fitly framed together, growing up into a holy temple and the Lord, in whom you also are built together for a habitation through God's Spirit. Stay in the ship, and you cannot be saved. You got to stay in the boat, no matter the storm, no matter the trial. This is the hope for the lost and the dying. This is a soul-saving station. Praise God. What did David say in Psalm 46? God is my refuge. And God is my strength, a very present help in trouble. We will not fear, though the earth be moved, and though the mountains be carried into the mix of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, and though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. He says, Selah, amen, hallelujah. He says, there's a river, the screen, that shall make glad the cities of God, the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, and God will will help her. And that right early, the heathen rage, he uttered his voice, the earth melted. Oh, come and see the desolation which he has done in the earth. He make it wars to cease. He breaketh the bow. He cutteth the spears under. He burns the chariots in fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted upon the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. God is my refuge and God is my strength. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are saved. Stay in the ship no matter how bleak it looks. No matter how dark it looks. No matter how bad it looks. Stay in the boat. If not, you cannot be saved. Praise God. They all 276 people made it to shore safe on broken pieces and boards of that ship. Why? Because they stayed in the boat. They wanted to sneak out. Amen. They disguised. They had a light boat behind it. You know? And so you would think, man, I just get in this light boat, I'm going to be okay. So they was trying to sneak the lifeboat out. And some of the soldiers was going to get in the lifeboat and thought maybe, okay, this would be better for us. Because, see, they realized they was getting close to shore. And they know those rocks there in Malta, amen, they could hit and rip that ship completely apart and lose their lives. But Paul says, except you abide in the ship, 
You cannot be saved. Amen. Don't get out. You in here now. Enjoy the journey. If not, you cannot be saved. I want to encourage you today under the sound of my voice. I don't care what the outside world looks like. I don't care how bad it might seem right now in this world. This world is not our home. We're on a trip. Amen. We're going to a city where there be no night. We're going to the city where Jesus is the light. The trump is going to sound and we're going to be called away. We're going to a city someday. Amen. We're on a beautiful journey. Amen. Hallelujah. We're just passing through Wisconsin right now. Amen. All the pretty colors of the trees. We're seeing it. Pretty soon we're going to see some snow. We're going to be in the winter months. But we're passing on. We're going on. Stay in the boat. Amen. This is the answer to life's problems. This is the answer to life's questions. Uh, is the church, uh, the ship, uh, the old ship of Zion. It's the hope uh, for the lost and the dying. It's a soul-saving station. It is the tower of salvation. It's been in the fire, but it couldn't burn it. It's been to the lines, but they couldn't eat it. It's fought a lot of wars. It's never been defeated. It won't be defeated. This is the church of Jesus Christ and is built on the rock, on the hand and the name of the Lord. Praise God. Well, is the church triumphant, O Lord, and is built by the hand of the Lord. I'm talking about the church in the book of Revelation is built on the rock. It's got a firm foundation. It's been through the flood. It's been through the fire. But one of these days, the church is going to move up a little higher. It's the church triumphant, O Lord, and is built by the hand of the Lord. Is the old ship of Zion is the hope for the lost and dying is the soul-saving station is the tower of salvation well is the church triumphant O Lord and is built by the hand of the Lord I'm talking about the church and the book of Revelation is built on the rock it's got a firm foundation it's been through the flood it's been through the fire but one of these days the church is gonna move up a little higher is the church triumphant oh lord and is built by the hand of the lord 
Hallelujah, Jesus. God, I thank you for the church today. I thank you for your delivering power. I thank you for your salvation, God. I thank you, Lord, that you're in this boat with us, oh God. And I'm told, God, to be of good courage, to be of good cheer, oh God. And I will stay that way, oh God. I thank you, Jesus, for your people that's under the sound of my 